to what we've been playing this re- mm. we I'm doing that again <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 270. My name is Colm Hearn, and with me this week, it's a game of two halves, and at the end of the day, it's Rich Walker. Hello. Hello, Rich. Hi. Just the two of us this week, my man. Yeah, I know what that reference is at the beginning. That's football. Yeah? Yeah. What what, what (laughs) event or what... Is it the Cup of the World? This it is the Cup of the World. Well done. Yes. Although a poor cup. Can't drink out of that cup. You can't. I've said it's, this. It's not a cup. Why is it called a cup? I don't know. The wor- it, should it's not, not be a cup. The 2018 FIFA World Trophy. Mm. Or the, or the World, World Award. The World Award. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they could come up. Maybe they could call it a bladder. Or something like in, you know, an oh, yeah, Oscar yeah. or whatever. He's, a set. he's still got good standing within the football uh, community, hasn't he? Uh, well, within the people who have money, yeah, uh, sure. th- that that community, I, I would say. Uh, Rich, have you seen much football? Yes, the World Cup has started. Um, have you been enjoying any of it? We are on a time of recording. Today is day six, right? So the, the f- five full days have happened. England played last night. A I missed time that. Of recording. Did I was, you miss it? I was doing kicks and punches. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't able to catch the England match, unfortunately. But I heard it was quite good, and I got to catch uh, all the twats coming out of the office at uh, Liverpool Street, going England. England. Oh, how good! Did, did, so you, did nice. you fall in line with them? No, did I did not. I rushed through the gates and got on my train as quick as I could. It's a bit of a shame, Rich, but this is this is your beloved England. Yeah, but you know? when they're sort of running down the concourse at Liverpool Street Station with their shirt open, I'm like, do you know what? Short no, skin, skin and show. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that, and uh, yeah, it's not really my, uh, not my crowd, not my scene. So, <laughs> you know, I'm all for England and and that being English, mm. but uh, the hooliganism. Not, not a great fan. aspect of the sport, is it? Yeah, no, not one we like. Overzealous to... fan aspect, not mm. so much. Yeah, no, that that yeah. that is fair. However, shameless plug time. Mm. If you want to follow mine and Rich's World Cup journey, oh, yeah. you can do so on VideoGamer.com or VideoGamer TV or YouTube yep. channel because we are playing every single game. Yep. In the World Cup. Now, as the two of us are feeling a bit under the weather, maybe this idea <laughs> yeah, start, it's quite become, hard. becoming a little bit fractured, but <clears throat> we're sticking to it. It's only the group stages, yeah. Rich, that, that know, are the tricky bits. and Teams will get kicked out in about a week's time. Yeah, so. We've just got to make it through that. Yeah. Uh, we've both got kind of rough throats at the moment. We're both uh, struggling a little mm. bit. But um, at no point do we take our shirts off in the video, so don't worry about that. to the news this week and Rich bear with me mm-hmm. because even though E3 has come and gone thank fuck there is <laughs> there is still a lot of news to address yep. since E3 has come and gone indeed namely a video game that people quite enjoyed oh yeah Cyberpunk 2077 no one got to play it though so they enjoyed watching they, they enjoyed it they enjoyed watching it yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that is true <laughs> So we we finally know after it was shown off during Microsoft. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, it was at the end of Microsoft's thing when Phil Spencer was like, "We shown off fifty games." Wait a minute, that's forty nine. Yeah. The yeah, hacking yeah, yeah. thing was great. <laughs> uh, they should do that more often. I don't know why they, they should. Why they don't. That used to be Ubisoft's shtick. Yeah, the, uh, the one more yeah, thing. Absolutely, thing was they didn't brilliant. do that this year, did they? 
No. If they, they did, I can't they remember. Know, they ended on Assassin's Creed and we were expecting uh, <laughs> Splinter Cell to be the one yeah. more thing, but that never happened. No. But yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 was Phil Spencer and Microsoft's one final thing. Yep. And we know a couple of details about the game now, Rich. We know it is a first-person RPG. At least that's how that was described uh, to them yeah, uh, are described by them to to IGN. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will play a character called V, who can be male or female. Yeah, and so it's proper RPG, like the the tabletop RPG itself as well. It's uh, a little bit what we speculated, actually, isn't it? Yes, we thought it'd be kind of like Shepherd, and this sounds similar. It sounds very very yeah. Very we similar. we kind of called it. Uh, so yeah, you have an apartment where you can store clothes and weapons, and as you go on, you'll be able to buy a new place as well. You can drive cars in the game. And when you're driving, you can switch between first-person and third-person perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty of dialogue options and all that in the game as well. Uh, there's something called street cred, which you can level up. Right. Which, uh, which is cool. And street cred. <laughs> it sounds a bit 90s, doesn't it? It does that? sound very street, street cred. cred. Yeah. Sounds like something from the Warriors or something, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. And, uh, yeah, what else do we know about it? Oh, we know that the romance options are are going to be more diverse, Mm -hmm. apparently. Because, again, this is a character you create. So, like, the the specific example that CD Projekt Red used, uh, it was Cyberpunk's Quest designer, Patrick Mills. He was speaking to Game Informer, and he said that whilst Geralt's uh, sexuality was predefined by the the books and whatever, Mm -hmm. that with this... You can just yep. do whatever you want, gay, straight, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, does this make you more? Oh, also, as well, I'm missing one pivotal mm-hmm. point. This is definitely a current gen game as well. Because many yeah. people, when they saw it, they were going, This can't be yeah. the level of detail in it, it is incredible. Mm. Well, it is going to be coming to PS4, Xbox One, yeah. PC. Well, have we? We have no. We haven't been given platforms, have we? It, it yeah, no, they, we have. Chain. We have. Have we? Yeah, Xbox One, PS4, PC. Yeah, I had a press release of CD Projekt Red, and they uh, said as much. Okay. In that, has this made you more slash less excited? What? Because well, more excited. That trailer was mind-blowingly good. It was incredible, and all these details that have come out since that you know sound like they're going down the right path although the first person thing was a surprise mm. um i know some people started to conjure images of a first person shooter which um they were quick to uh kind of address that and say it's not it's first person rpg did it's they not, li- am it's i not imagining it or shooter. did they liken it to deus ex i thought i saw that somewhere i could be wrong uh, maybe it was someone else that was likening it to deus ex no but that's the impression i get mm-hmm. is it's more down that kind of route um, but I read somewhere as well, full frontal nudity. So that's a that's a plus. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we actually have a question about that later on in the questions comes theories mm. and whatever oh, else the other word. Oh, is. I can't wait for that. But uh, yeah, like it just like the trailer was. Yeah. It, it was. It was. It was perfect. It, it was, it was amazing, it, wasn't it? Everything mm. that we could have wanted really from it. The yeah. game looks uh, as an ideal. A yeah. concept, because that's sort of what we have now here. We yeah. haven't seen gameplay, no. regardless of what other people no. have seen. It, it just looks exceptional. Mm. And I suppose the fact that other people who did get a hands-off demo have mm. seen it in action, and they've only been kind of building up its name yeah. even further, adds to the, the mythos of Cyberpunk yeah. 2077, though. My concern is, are they going to be able to deliver all this? Is that trailer an accurate indication of what the final game will be like? Because... I've seen preview stuff before, and this is a bad example, but I'm going to use it anyway. 
Aliens Co- Colonial Marines okay. looked amazing at preview stage. Yep. That was like, wow, this is a this proper is the aliens, aliens game. Because it looked incredible. Yeah. And then it came out as like, wow, this is a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it's apples and oranges a bit, isn't it? Because CD Projekt Red know what they're doing. Um, obviously, Aliens Colonial Marines had a troubled development. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, there's a lot of uh, bad shit going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. of that game. So, um, yeah, I guess we can trust CD Projekt Red, right? They delivered with The Witcher 3. Very much so. You if know, anyone could do it, they can. Their pedigree is, mm. many could argue, second to none mm. in terms of big, large RPGs. Yeah. So, I... It, it, it was just, yeah, it was the, the level of detail that people were banging on about, yeah. about like, even when you're just walking through the world and it just seems so alive and mm. all those other fucking terms that people like to use when talking about yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we'll... We'll obviously see when it's coming out in 2024, whenever the <laughs> fuck that will be. But Rich, yeah. a game that is mm. said to be coming out, well, you would imagine sooner, but also, <laughs> but who knows? Who, who knows, knows when the fuck? Yeah. Death Stranding. Who knows anything about this well, shit? Well, this is the thing. We probably know, we actually know, not probably, we do know more yeah. about uh, well, do, Cyberpunk. Do we though? <laughs> do we know more about Death Stranding? The thing is, you and I are big Kojima, big Metal Gear fans, Kojima apologists, right? Yeah. But that Death Stranding showing at E3, it told us nothing. Well, see, I'm going to have to stop you there now, Rich, because what it told me is that Death Stranding is going to reconnect the world. Oh, oh, right. I, okay, then. Or at least that's what Hideo Kojima said when he was speaking with Jeff Keighley during right. his E3 Coliseum shows that he was doing yeah. during the week. Uh, yeah, Kojima and Keighley, obviously, kind of mm. quite pally. Uh, Keighley got to chat to him via a translator. And he said that the overall goal, Kojima now, said that the overall goal of Death Stranding is to, quote, reconnect the world. Which... Uh, it's a bit th- of a woolly kind of description, isn't it? Isn't it? it doesn't, still doesn't really tell me what you do. No, yeah. no, it doesn't. There's all, uh, he also said that combat actually doesn't play a large part in the game. You can right. utilise combat, but th- like that's an option rather than right, it being... Yeah something that's you have to go through. Now, this, I think even during our E3 live shows, which you can go back and watch on mm-hmm. our YouTube channel or on Rosero's YouTube channel, we were we, we were speculating if it could be, or was this on the podcast? I can't remember. We were speculating <laughs> whether it could be like a survival horror game. Yeah, or, this was in the, the post show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it looked like a survival horror. There are aspects of it, um, but it also looks like perhaps some resource management, survival aspects, because he was loaded up with, his Ghostbuster thing, and, yeah. Mm. Like he, so walking across treacherous terrain, a lot of walking, yeah, lot a lot of walking. walking yeah. uh, so Kojima said, "Quote: The goal of this game is to reconnect the world. A lot of people out there are interested in shooters, and people can do that in this game. However, I would not recommend that. And through playing, I would not recommend that. And through playing the game, people would realize that this is not the ideal option. Although they have that option, that does sound quite." Yeah. Do you know modern like amnesia? Uh, I don't know soma, fucking right. well, maybe less soma, but uh, yeah, you're more you're more modern day, right? Sort of survival so horror. So you can shoot things, but that's perhaps not the best course of action. Sounds that way. Yeah, but still, like I know I went hell for leather mm-hmm. on the Sony Porsche, show, but just yeah. reiterated a small bit. Right, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We, it, it was weird, wasn't it? It went on. I was, I'm sure it was 12 or 13 minutes, this trailer. Yeah. That just showed us lovely landscapes, lovely lo- Icelandic landscapes, 
which I'd recommend. I've been there. It's a gorgeous country. Yeah. But tell me what your game is. Yeah. Exactly. It's, is it two years? I think it's been yeah two about two years, maybe just over since they first announced it. And yeah, I mean, usually within. Actually, do you know what? Scratch that. I was going to say usually within the first year, you know what it is. No, usually within from the initial seconds. announcement, you know what it is. Within five seconds. But this, we're still second guessing. I mean... It's just know, those wishy-washy sh- shit, like reconnect yeah. the world. No, uh, yeah. Is, is it going to involve some sort of Facebook integration? Are you an electrician? What? Are you literally reconnecting the world? Are you, are you going around... For EDF? Yeah, exactly. Installing smart meters? Yeah. What, what are you at reconnecting the world? Uh, is it you an internet company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it mean? Is, is Norman Reedus a BT Infinity engineer? Like, maybe, maybe. Like, I just... You know, he's wearing sort of overalls, isn't he? Like a, he is. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, he's we- he's carrying a lot of equipment around. Be good to see him come, you know, come th- to if you called. He came to the house, and I think we've I think we've deciphered the riddle. I think that's what it is. <laughs> it, a, mate, it adds up. You're a spark. Well, yeah. they, that would be. I don't know. Have I played a game where you're an electrician before? No. So I'd, I'd welcome that. Yeah, it's, that's Kojima. He's yeah. fucking. He's so he's just operating on a higher <laughs> level than everyone else. I know, right? He's incredible. Uh, but you know who isn't. Mm. Do you know who is operating but not telling us about what they're operating on? I love that the segways are still are still here. It's excellent. Uh, is it is it is it Rocksteady? I can free! <laughs> segways forever. It is Rocksteady, Rich. Oh, wow. Uh, and Rocksteady knows that you're disappointed about its E3 absence. Uh, uh, do you know what? I hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't expect them to be there. Uh, so the... Uh, co-founder and creative director Sefton Hill he went on Twitter mm-hmm. and he said that we we know some of you were disappointed that we were not at E3 this year the whole team has been reading your comments and all of us here at Rocksteady really appreciate your passion for our next project knowing how much it means to you keeps us inspired and energised to deliver a game that you will be proud of we'll share it with you as soon as it's ready mm-hmm. now there was obviously rumours going back a bit of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah uh, there's also a rumour floating around about um, not Sup- Spider-Man, Superman. Superman. Yeah, those I've seen that quite a bit, but I've seen nothing that seems legitimate enough to support that. It's all a bit... What would you mm. prefer? Because I, I, I knew uh, Superman game does not excite me no. in the slightest. Well, there's never, there's never been a good Superman game, um, and he just strikes me as a boring character. He's unbelievably boring. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm sorry to Superman fans out there. I do like Superman uh, to an extent, but he's too sort of (laughs) perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can't see how you translate his powers into a game and have it be a fun, enjoyable game. Many have tried and they've all failed as far Mm -hmm. as I I know, right? I can't think of a good Superman game. Netherrealm... Maybe you could say, oh, yeah, like okay. with injustice, but I mean, it's not primarily like, a Superman game, like a, a, a yeah. Superman game, yeah, like Superman 65, the follow up to the classic 64. Superman 64. Yeah. Oh, wow, it, it's it's never been done, and no. it, uh, mind for, you, for good reason, like Rocksteady could have a crack at it. I mean, they did, they did great things with Batman if they could do a good Superman mm. game that. I mean, I, I'm I'd be on board, obviously, but I just I don't I know, just, I, I wouldn't. Know where you'd start with a character. Mm. I genuinely don't. I mean, yeah, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Rocksteady have a go at it, but in a way, I'd kind of prefer them to try something else that's not necessarily not a superhero, superhero thing. Because mm. um, did you ever play Urban Chaos? 
No. They did, that was a first-person shooter they did, and that was really good. It was a really good game. I'd like them to maybe, I don't know, try something else like that, perhaps. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Superman uh, only works best in an environment where he is as part of a cast of characters. Yeah. You know, within a fighting game. Wait a minute, wait, like, a, minute, wait a minute. I don't know, Super <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate, perhaps. Maybe. Maybe you could, maybe you could stick him in there. Yeah. Now, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Rich, took yes. up almost half of Nintendo's E3 Direct, which some people were happy about, some people weren't. Uh, but regardless of your feeling towards it, there mm-hmm. was the question, is this definitely a new Smash Brothers game or is this uh, like what they've done with Mario Kart yeah. what they've done with Donkey Kong we thought it might be that right yeah like we were a, going like is, is, this the Wii, is this the Wii U yeah. version but updated well no it is in fact a new Smash Brothers game because speaking with US Gamer E3 Nate I'm going to give it a shot Nate Bildorf uh, yeah. who's the localization manager for uh, Nintendo Treehouse he said it's definitely not an update when asked about if it was like the Wii U game. Uh, it's a brand new game built from the ground up as far as it being a sequel, uh, or built from the ground up, excuse me. As far as it being a sequel, I don't really think of Smash Brothers games <laughs> as being sequels. They're just new Smash Brothers games. Everything is built brand new. By definition, is isn't a new, a, se- yeah, a new iteration of something It's a sequel. <laughs> that's such a weird thing that's to say. What, that's what I would have thought, but... Yeah. I sort of see what he's saying, but at the same time, yeah, that's still a sequel. <laughs> I know you were quite excited about a new Smash game. Like, yeah. Was it, was it Melee or Brawl? Me- or what, Melee what was, was the one, last one you... I really got into, because I never bought a Wii U or a, uh, a Wii. Um, so yeah, the GameCube one, basically. Mm-hmm. I loved that one. And I've been on the fence about maybe getting a Switch. I've been back and forth on it. And I saw this and I thought, oh, this could tip me over the edge. With the fact that you could use, like, GameCube yeah, controllers as well. Exactly, yeah, because I've still got my GameCube controllers, still got those knocking about. Um, and it's got every single character ever, mm-hmm. apart from, you know, Waluigi, who was never a, a character, was he? He was a support trophy. Um, but still, yeah. I mean, what's not to like about it? It's got mm. Snake, it's got... Who are the everyone? other guest characters? Sonic... Uh, it's got all Bayonetta. the guests Bayonetta amazing I mean how awesome is that I don't, what, how, how many did we count after he oh the characters show? was it, was it like four, 60 or something 60 crazy something? it was a lot and the fact that they're doling them out rather than just going here is all of them yeah. I think is a good strategy I think, you start, I think there's 12 you start with and then you unlock them mm-hmm. um, which I also enjoy actually uh, that was part of what I enjoyed about Melee was going through the well not the story because it wasn't really one but unlocking the characters yeah um, and then I lent my friend the console with the memory card and he, he erased it. So Rotten they've all, fuck. They've all I, hope you, I hope you're not speaking <coughs> to him anymore, yeah? Well, he's my best mate, so I have to, but um, he knows what he did. I mean, I, ho- I hope he apologises to you whenever you see him. Well, because yeah. that's, uh, that's ludicrous <laughs> behaviour. That's almost as ludicrous yes. as turning up to E3 and not showing Metroid Prime 4. Do you mean you didn't get enough out of that logo they showed? Was that not enough for you? You need more, do in, you? In 12 months, yeah. no. <laughs> I needed... I mean, some people are never satisfied. So, yeah, at E3 2017, we did get confirmation that Metroid Prime yeah. 4 is being developed. We got a logo. <laughs> I got can't a believe that was a year ago. Brrr, not yeah. a, I think there was some sort of uh, Inception noise, and that was it. Was and that this well? E3... See, that's two things, then. <laughs> You got oh, a logo and there an inception. There was horn. some sort of audio yeah. cue anyway. Uh, but this year, Rich, mm. didn't show up. 
didn't yeah. show up. So uh, Bill Trinan, who is the senior product marketing manager and localization, or yeah, senior product marketing manager at uh, Nintendo, he was talking to Game Informer, yeah, and he said that the game, well, he suggested anyway that the game isn't quite ready to show off just yet. He said it's still in development. Um, yeah. But yeah, he just said it's uh, Nintendo is, in, is not featuring it at E3 this year. I think that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. He went yeah. on to say, I think the main thing is, as people have probably realised by now, we show things when we think we're ready to show them, and when we think we're ready to show Metroid Prime, we'll show Metroid Prime. Bit premature then, showing it last year, right? And, and maybe this, I should save the logo for this, this year. Uh, yeah, I, I would maybe show the logo this year, yeah. and then following year or whatever you show off the actual game yeah. itself which is why uh, there's a lot to be said for Bethesda's way of doing things I feel which generally speaking is the here is the the trailer or whatever it is out this year you say that though they didn't do that this year did they because Elder Scrolls okay. 6 and Starfield who, who knows when they're coming along am okay. I getting ahead of myself uh, uh, yeah alright <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is fair actually because yeah. I do you know what Rich I'm going to fucking you're an awful bastard altogether. I'm gonna have to <laughs> Sorry. changing the schedule. There's Jeez. a lot. There's a Sorry. lot of news here. There's an awful lot of news. Rich. I tell you what, I've done you a favour. Uh, have you? <laughs> yeah. Have you? Because I'm not fucking. Oh shit! Have I, have I ruined your running order? Oh, you've absolutely destroyed it. No, no, no. no, no, no. Carry on. Pr- pretend no. I didn't do that. No, Rich. I'm a consummate professional. I'll I'll pick up. Funny you mentioned Bethesda. Oh yeah. Although I'm sure I was the one that mentioned it. Well, we were talking about games that they. Do you know what they are? That are on the horizon, and you said that right, one, yeah. one that wasn't. Well, first of all, uh-huh. one that isn't on the horizon is Fallout seventy six. Right, and Bethesda are trying to combat griefers by adding a wanted level system. Makes sense. Yeah, and that's according yeah. to uh, No Clips mm. making our Fallout seventy six documentary that released, mm. where uh, yeah, um, Todd Howard said as much. Really, now yeah. Gamespot were talking to Pete Hines afterwards. And he said that you are allowed to team up with players and kind of raider groups and take down others. But he also said, quote, we allow for that sort of tension, uh, but with systems in place that keep it from being abusive. So you can't be harassed by somebody who just keeps chasing you around the world and keeps killing you over and over again. The the game literally doesn't allow that to happen to you. Mm. So I guess the closest touchstone for this is what? Uh, GTA Online's kind of the, yeah labelling you a twat if you keep griefing yeah um, I'm guessing there will be a target put on you like you mentioned uh, the division yeah. in the dark zone when yeah. you yeah when you go rogue it strikes me as maybe something like that you get a you get become a marked man and what's what's the or woman what's <laughs> the 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 the, the cut off point well when what, what constitutes griefing uh, I think repeated killing of the same. Same bunch, person. yeah, yeah. That's griefing, isn't it? I've I've been subject to that in GTA, but um, they yeah they've added like um, on the map now. Uh, the players, I think the dots. The more red the dot is, the more of a griefer they are. Oh, okay. And you can turn um, uh, friendly fire off, right, or whatever, so you can't be killed in mm. GTA Online. Maybe they'll do something like that as well. Perhaps, well, perhaps. perhaps defeats the object in Fallout. But it's one game from Bethesda that we know <laughs> is not flawless, you see. They didn't notice anything. Yeah, no. One game that we we don't know a release date of, mm. but one man does. See, you say they, Bethesda put up logos or whatever, and they don't know when the game's coming out. Well, Todd 
fucking Howard, Bethesda yeah. exec, the man who has taken the mantle from Peter Moore as stand-up comedian. At I know, E3. right? <laughs> he uh, he had, was talking to Gamespot, and he, when asked if he knows a release date for The mm. Elder Scrolls Six, which was announced at E3, he said, "I do. I would be foolish to say it." Mm-hmm. And that's what he left it at. He was just like, "I know when it's coming out. Yeah. I'm not telling you, you bastard." I thought this was a weird news story because it it's like, well, you kind of assume that the developer knows the release date, right? Or what they're targeting. Um, but yeah, it just seems odd. Like, like, Do you think it's premature of them to be showing off Elder Scrolls Six? It feels no. that way. Because when, I, we, when we got Skyrim, it was, yeah. that was well, they, I'm guessing they really wanted that 11-11-11 date. Yeah, yeah. So, they really wanted that, didn't they? But yeah, I mean, how deep into development are they? They said they were sort of in pre-production, I think. Mm. That's super early. I mean, that means it's not even an active development. That means what, what concept we, stages and yeah, stuff like that. It's probably what we've what we saw at E3. Yeah, exactly. They've, ju- yeah. they've just said we should we should do it in Elder Scrolls Six, shouldn't we? We yeah. should. Yeah. Announcers. Exactly, because people have been going. You know, I mean, traditionally it goes Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, mm-hmm. and they're bucking the the trend, aren't they? By going the Starfield, Fallout Four, Fallout Seventy Six, well, well, yeah. and no Elder Scrolls, and a Starfield um, in between, and a Starfield as well. Elder yeah. Scrolls, you would imagine, and they're still trying to support Elder Scrolls Online as well for obvious reasons. So it's like, yeah, I mean, great that they revealed that Elder Six, Scrolls Six is happening, but at the same time, it's like, mm, when are we going to see it? Probably not for a couple of years. Probably not. At least no, prob- probably not. Yeah. So I thought it was an odd story. But do you know what we will see? Uh, <laughs> it's The Last of Us Part 2. I'm all mixed up here. We, I, I know, know, I know. The Last of Us Part 2, which yeah. in The Last of Us Part 2, fuck, mm-hmm. I should have said, you know, in Fallout 76, you can be a number of characters. In The Last of Us Part 2, oh, you can only can't, be one. Can be one. I can't yeah. say it. No, it's, <laughs> the moment has passed. No, you just did. It's in, fine. In The Last of Us Part 2, you only play as Ellie. At least that's yeah. what Naughty Dogs. Neil Druckmann said to IGN, he confirmed that Ellie's the only playable character mm. in the game. Or maybe there'll be a scene with Joel in the snow with a bow and arrow. Do you think there? <laughs> do you think that that is a? He's throwing a curveball there. He could be, um, but it would make sense to have Ellie as the protagonist, wouldn't it? Why would you? Uh, she, why would she not? She's been pushed to the fore. I mean, well, yeah. we we saw at E three. Yeah, you play play it as Ellie, but I think some were thinking maybe there may be yeah. that section where you play as as Joel or mm. we still don't, still don't have confirmation that he is in it. No, I mean fair you idea. Saw, you saw the back and slight side of his head in that previous trailer. Saw the didn't back you? and slight head, a slight, oh, a slight side. side of his head, yeah. <laughs> slight, slight head, slight side yeah. of his head of a man, a man with a beard. We don't who know. looked a lot like who looked Joel. a lot like Joel. A lot but like Joel. Hey, it could have been. Tom Hardy. Could have been Joel's twin brother. Could have been Joel's twin brother. Um, and that's where Vo- the... Vol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly true. Uh, but it will have multiplayer rich. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking to GameSpot, the co-director, Anthony Newman, said, Factions is coming back. Multiplayer is coming back. We're not going to talk details yet about what form that takes, but we can confirm there will be multiplayer. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Did you play much of Last of Us multiplayer? I think zero. Yeah, I think zero as well. But I heard that it was good. The people who played it said it was all right. After it had been supported a bit, Yeah. it kind of came into its own. But I don't know anybody 
beyond the one person who said, yeah, it's all right, who played it. I, I can't think of anyone else that I know. I just... That's not. I, I feel. It's not the reason I, feel, I play The Last of Us. It's not the reason that. why I play Naughty Dog games. Truth yeah. be told. Well, Uncharted uh, multiplayer is the same. I've, I've dabbled with the Uncharted multiplayer at points, but yeah. it's never kind of hooked me in. No. For instance, like a Gears multiplayer, yeah. because the the mechanics and the the feel of Gears Lend is it's so it's so much more yeah. satisfying than Uncharted. Absolutely, it's so, weird. I mean, it's not like there's a dearth of multiplayer. <laughs> content out there. No, no. Do you know no. what I mean? It doesn't really need it. No. Would you say the same for Rage 2? I would say the same for well, Rage 2. Well, fucking Rage would be <laughs> delighted to hear then that it doesn't have multiplayer. Good. Because Rage 2 designer Magnus Nedfors, he was talking to Eurogamer and he confirmed that exact fact. He said that they are focusing on getting Rage 2 at a smooth 60 frames per second on PS4 Pro PC and yeah, Xbox One X. But at what resolution? Uh, well, you see, this mm. is it. Uh, he said, we're just focused on the best open world single player game that we can make. I personally really believe you can make single player games really fantastic. So that's what we're focused on. Yeah. Which is... Uh, I'd like to see more of that from developers. Um, if a game, you know, focuses on single player, stick to that. You don't have to shoehorn multiplayer into every game. No. It's, no, not, it's just not needed. No, do you know what also isn't needed, Rich? What's that? English-speaking voice actors. Yeah, damn right. Especially in a, a game that would lend itself to, like, a Japanese audio option. So I re- remember, again, during the PlayStation showing at E3, mm. when they showed off Ghost of Tsushima. We a game which I think the majority of people in the office were not too plussed about beforehand. Indifferent, I yeah. think, would be fair. It was shown off at E3, and the majority were mm-hmm. fucking on board, but... Oh, man, yeah. I was, when I heard the English voice actors, I was just... I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like your audience is... What's the word? I, not... Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, like with shows like, for instance, yeah. Narcos or whatever, yeah. like people are more open to, yeah. the, to the the idea of reading subtitles. Absolutely for for that authentic experience. If you I want mean, to say. Exhibit A, Yakuza. Yeah, I can't imagine that with an English dub. It would be horrible. Don't want to hear Michael Madsen. Was it Michael it's Madsen? Was it Michael Madsen? Was I think Kiru, if really? I remember correctly, and. Oh my was god, Mark Luke Hamill? Skywalker. It's Mark Hamill Mark, was. I mean, that's quite a good Madden. fit, actually. But Michael Madsen is Kiryu. No. I, I, I think he was Kiryu, but maybe. Get loads of people now going, he wasn't! Yeah, uh, I can't remember who he, he was. Oh, maybe it wasn't so I, Kiryu. I've got my he, phone with he, me, I could have looked was, it up. He was in it anyway. But yeah, so we now know that Ghost of Tsushima will have an option for Japanese audio. Which is good. Which is great. Yes. I'd make that the default. Oh, me and allow too. people to mm. change if they, they want to. Well, yeah, I mean, given the setting, it's historical, it's the Mongol invasions. Mm. Makes sense to have the authentic language in there. Yeah, don't, don't block the, the option yeah. for, for players to, mm. to choose whatever they want. Absolutely, this is great news. Like, what are you going to do? Are you just blocking things because yeah. of like, money reasons? Do you, know what, do you know what it's like? What? What's it like, It's like Rich? Sony uh, yeah. blocking cross-platform play yeah. to hijack your segue. Oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> so John Smedley on Twitter uh, who used to work at Sony Online Entertainment and is with Daybreak Games uh, Aye. he said that I can't remember someone tweeted about mm. like 
the Fortnite stuff where yeah. Fortnite um, oh. the, uh, the Switch thing if you want to play Fortnite on Switch with your PSN Fortnite account you can't right mm. you have to start a new account is that right a new a new sign in so, so yeah I, I believe so uh, Sorry, whereas mate. like everything else talks to each other together yeah yeah well, yeah, Smedley... And I did, look, this isn't the first time we've seen Rocket League. We've seen Minecraft. We've yeah. seen in the last like year, what else have we seen? There have been other games that want to do cross-play mm. and have been blocked um, doing it by Sony, yeah. Smedley said, When I was at Sony, the stated reason internally for this was money. They didn't like someone buying something on Xbox and it being used on a PlayStation. Simple as that. Dumb reason, but there it is. Like, but it's uh, a free-to-play game. What are they talking about? The loot and the skins and things? Surely it's going to encourage more people to play the game. If PlayStation has cross-platform play mm-hmm. and you're a PlayStation person, you'd be like, well, I'll play it on PlayStation. Uh, I mean, if you've got two consoles, it d- yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. If you've, like, if you've got two consoles... And you favour PlayStation? Yeah, you know then, I mean? then you're going to do that. But yeah. if, you're, if you favour PlayStation, for instance... for instance, uh, It's just nice to have options. Yeah, yeah, no question. And, and everyone else seems to be playing nice with each yeah. other. And I get it. Like, it's... The fact that it's, I don't know, money-related. Like, yeah. I, I suppose maybe that... This is a free-to-play game, but, like, mm. Rocket League isn't, or Minecraft. Yeah, uh, yeah you can see... Look, they're big companies, mm. and that's it. All comes down to money. They can say for the players as much as they want, or I was gonna say, whatever yeah. Xbox's slogan is, or like it's, it's really damaging that whole kind of mantra and their kind of image that came with that. Because mm. initially, that for the players thing as a statement of intent was brilliant, and now it feels like less and less. Especially after a wanky E3 conference as well. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we we said it at the time, but it felt like Sony disappearing at their own arse a bit. It just reeked of arrogance. Yeah, absolutely. And ignorance to the the current market and how everyone, like, wants to play together. Yeah, of course. And it just, yeah, like I say, it's just damaging their um, their kind of image, I think. Their image is dying, isn't it? there's There's no light left there. It's, no, it's it's a dying light. It is a dying light <laughs> too. Um, which, that was great. That's one. Of, that's one of the best ones you've done. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Right. So, uh, Dying Light Two shares no narrative connection with Dying Light, mm. the original game. So, Dying Light Two's chief creative director Adrian Sizuski. Hold on, Sizuski. Sizuski. Is it? I think so. I'm putting my full trust in you, Rich. Because that Z is a Zh. Szewski, yeah, Szew, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm saying that confidently. Okay, well, I'll, I'll say I will try. Szewski, well, it that, sounds right. That fella, he was talking to Gamespot, and he said when talking about the protagonist, he said it's not Kyle Crane. It's the same universe, the same virus, but it's 15 years after the Harren outbreak, and it's a different part of the world, different characters, different story. There's actually no narrative connection mm. to the first game. Do you think that's clever? Well, I thought it was Kyle Crane in the trailer. I thought the voice sounded a bit like the original voice actor, um, Roger Craig Smith. Um, But I was wrong. Mm. Uh, Is it a good idea? Mm, I feel like maybe Crane's story was over. I don't know where you could go with it next. So it's probably a good idea to start with a new character. And he wasn't the most interesting character either. Um that I, mean, I, I, th- I think it's a great idea to not focus on the yeah. narrative from the first game because I didn't think the narrative... Like, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm in the minority, and I probably am. I just couldn't get along with Dying Light. 
I liked it I, a lot. I, I, I know yeah. what the people do. Mm. But I found the narrative wishy-washy, the voice acting. I yeah. thought the... Uh, there were the, aspects the par- of it that were a bit budget. I thought right? the, the parkour was just cumbersome. No, see, I initially thought that. But as you kind of um, upgrade your skill tree, it becomes super fluid. And I was like, you know, comboing moves mm. together like, you know nobody's business yeah. uh, by the end of the game but um yeah the story wasn't that great but they've got chris avalone on board now yeah, that's who's true yeah. as writer who, who surprised all of us when he came yeah on so on he's stage. done stuff like Baldur's gate uh fallout new vegas um torment tides of numenera mm. i think he wrote so he's got like you know a, an amazing pedigree, yeah. kind of pedigree so for him to be brought on board to uh write and I don't know maybe he's doing some sort of design on it or whatever that's a massive coup for that sequel mm-hmm. it could be really really good and and they've got like um the big choice and consequence thing now as well haven't they where yes. the paths like genuinely change and stuff's completely different depending on your choices or at least it is based on what they showed us yeah because uh, they showed us they showed us the way one right? option yeah it takes you in a different. And they path. did the old. They did the old Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, zoom out to all the different options. Yeah, yeah. Like a, another flow chart. Mm. But I wonder if there's any option where you can play as a piece of tofu. Uh, that would be fabulous, because uh, yeah. Well, Rich, you can play as Tofu in Resident Evil 2 Remake. Excellent. Are you delighted to hear that? I am. So I've actually, I actually did this have in you the done, original So you're going to have to But I have a confession. Go on. <laughs> I have a confession to make. Go on. I didn't do it legitimately. Ooh. Do you remember back in the day when G-codes. you could buy those the Exploder, Exploder card yeah, yeah. carts? Yeah, yeah. I bought one of those and I unlocked everything that way. So uh, shameful, Rotten. I know. But I, the thing is, I exhausted everything in Resident Evil 2. I just wasn't good enough to get the A grades. Um, but I played it through about five or six times. So, yeah, Resident Evil 2 Remake, which is revealed at mm. E3. Is it called Resident Evil 2 Remake? Is that what No, I think they're just calling it Resident, Resident Evil 2, 2 now, which is kind of confusing. I still stick the remake in there just to differentiate it, because, mm. yeah. But anyway, you, yeah, they're they're adding in the, the tofu modes. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, you got by getting, was it A ranks or S like, ranks, was it? I think maybe A's on all the scenarios, I think, because you had... A and B scenarios for both characters, so you had to play it through four times and get A grades. So you can sort of see why I didn't Jesus do Christ. that. Yes, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Even Mike, the uh, resident Resident Evil Two mm-hmm. fanboy, didn't do it. I don't think. So, so that's saying something. That, that is. Mm. So yeah, there's the tofu mode, and there's uh, yeah a honk mode as hunk, well. Yeah. Can you ex- what's, All right. What's so this? tofu was you're a lump of tofu with a beret and a combat knife. Hunk was kind of an umbrella agent who was sent in to um, clean up the G virus. And he's like, he, he's appeared in loads of Resident Evil games since in like the mercenaries and Is raid modes H- and stuff. Like he's called Hunk. hunk. I, th- I can't remember. What, I think he has a first name or a second name. I can't remember. Maybe. But he's a gas masked kind of agent guy. Right. Like your typical umbrella agent. And he's kind of a bit better armed than tofu is okay. who's kind of a, a cool bonus uh, the fourth survivor was that mode uh, yeah. and also you mentioned the ab scenarios they're gone now. yeah which is so a shame what, what they've done uh they so yeah the producers on the game they were talking to rely on horror and they said that leon and claire will still have separate campaigns <coughs> yeah but 
the scenarios are gone. They said, we still want to replicate that feeling of seeing two sides to the same story through both characters' perspectives in their own way. So for that reason, we have a Leon campaign and a Claire campaign. They're separate, and you can choose which one you want to play first. We did simplify it a bit and make it more elegant by eliminating the A-B distinction and sort of meshing together what happens to the characters' A and B scenarios into one story. That kind of makes sense, actually, when you break it down like that. <clears throat> um, so what? Yeah, yeah, you had to explain to me what the A and B scenarios were. Right. So, Resident Evil Two, you had two discs. One was Leon's campaign, and the other was Claire's campaign, and each of those had a, a B scenario. Um. So yeah, I mean the A scenarios were very similar. Uh, obviously, they're just different dialogue options for both, and I, I say dialogue options, I mean dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they were kind of similar, and then the Bs were. You know, kind of filled like in harder gaps. Mode or something, or? No, not really. You just uh, saw other events like Mister X, the big trench-coated tyrant guy. He only chased you through the B scenarios, so um, that was unique. But then you saw stuff as the other character from a different perspective. So there's like a helicopter crash okay. at one point. Uh, you see that from a distance uh, in one of the scenarios. I mean. God, this is going back 20 years yeah, now, yeah, so I'm yeah. a bit fuzzy on it. But then you actually see the wreckage and you can sort of see what happened a bit more close up in the B scenario. I think that's right. Hmm. And there's other stuff that changes. So yeah, actually, it kind of makes sense to mash it all together and I can sort of see why they've done that now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was disappointed initially about this, but... I think it. Yeah, I think they'll make it, make, it work. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Does it make sense that Devil May Cry Five will be out before the end of March 2019? Yes. Good because yeah. at E3, whilst we got the trailer in which we uh, argued upstairs whether who yeah. we were watching was Nero or Dante or well, uh, yeah, whoever. we figured out it was Nero fairly quickly. There didn't we? Once we saw uh, well, the was, arm I, and the I, blue I, trench coat. Because okay, I di- I didn't. To be fair, I I was thinking. At first I was going, it's a Virgil. Yeah, everyone was sort of going, oh, it's Virgil, he's got a blue jacket or whatever. We kind of knew it wasn't Dante after a, a few seconds. But then... Um, Again, I, you, I, I'll, I'll take myself out of that because I fucking um, didn't. Really? Yeah. I'm going to toot my own horn here and, and say that I figured out it was Nero fairly quickly. Because Mike was going, it's Virgil, it's Virgil. I was like, no, it's not, look at his arm. So, uh, All right, Mr. Devil May Cry. Yes. <laughs> so Devil May Cry 5 will have three playable characters. Two of which have been confirmed, Nero and Dante. And the third, probably Virgil. Or it could be uh, Lady or something like that. Or it could be that um, girl we saw in the trailer. Uh, I didn't yeah, catch yeah, her yeah. name. Could be her. Although she looks like she, she looks like provides you your upgrades and stuff, mm. yeah. But yeah, we're getting a new Devil May Cry mm. in the next, well, what's that? Nine, ten months? Before before March, yeah. Mm. <laughs> 2019. Um, Smart ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> we wanted to DMC too, didn't we? We but did. But this, this looks good, actually. Looks like a happy medium, doesn't it? Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Mm. We're, we're holding out hope. Yeah. Uh, because we don't want to react negatively to Devil May Cry. No. We are going to give Devil May Cry 5 a fair shot, fair crack Absolutely. at the whip. Yeah. Rather than just jump down the throats of Capcom. Which is basically, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. This is mm-hmm. what uh, fans of Battlefield did when yep. EA revealed Battlefield 5. So, obviously... 
I won't go through the whole thing again, but it was the historically, yeah. people were saying, oh, it's historically inaccurate because <sighs> there are women in World War II. Yeah. And uh, EA cleverly said, all right, if you want to buy a box with a man on it, yeah. give us $20 or £20 yeah. pounds more or whatever. It Damn was right. Excellent. Kind of an asshole tax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Patrick Soderlund, he was talking to Gamma Sutra. Mm-hmm. And when speaking about the people who were kind of going not my battlefields yeah. the, the dickheads uh, he said these are people who are uneducated they don't understand that this is a plausible scenario the common perception is that there are no were no w- women in World War 2 there were a ton of women who both fought in World War 2 and partook in the war uh, he also went on to say when people you know yeah. again speaking about the, the hashtag and whatever he said you have two choices either accept it or don't buy the game I'm fine with either yeah. or yeah, good. And uh, I saw that on the um, was it their Reddit as well? They said we've had it with your shit, and basically yeah. did they shut it down? I, th- I think so. Didn't or something. They? Yeah, it's just great. <clears throat> yeah, good. You're fucking two right, double yeah. down on this. Absolutely, like, right behind it. Uh, as he says, like yeah, accept it or don't buy it, yeah. and that's grand either way. Absolutely. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to buy Battlefield Five for sure. They've got my uh, got my support. To what we've been playing this week, mm. Rich Walker. Yes. Let's unravel. Oh, yes. The story <laughs> of the game that you've been playing. So, the game I've been playing is mm. Vampire. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, uh, Unravel 2. Yeah. yeah, they announced it, didn't they? And then it was out the same day. They announced it during E3, E3, yeah. Or, yeah, EA's E3 thing. And they yeah. were like, yeah, it's out now. Yeah, yeah, and I leapt right on that. And I gave it a go. And it's kind of more of the same, but with co op. So, yeah, explain it to me. Like, this, I played the first one. Yeah. I I didn't really get on with it. I thought it was a below average game. I thought Ooh. that it was very, very pretty, yeah. no question. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was, like, not challenging. I didn't think it was challenging. I thought it was balls hard, unfair. Right. Like, not, like, to look at it on the surface, you go, oh, cuddly little yeah. woolly lovely man and yeah you yeah. go around and you have the wool coming after all gorgeous <clears throat> but to, to play it oh, it's just it's unfair I thought this might not change your mind right uh, I've done there's a couple of unfair sections I'm on the final level now obviously I've had I've been limping through it because of all the E3 yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. I've had to kind of wade through um but yeah what I've played so far I liked there are some of those puzzles where once you know the solution, it's like, ah, oh, so obvious. But you're always looking for a more co- sort of complicated, convoluted solution to what is a simple puzzle. Mm-hmm. That can be frustrating. So is, um, it, is it effectively the, the same thing? A, pla- a challenging platformer? Much, yeah. But with, with yeah, co-op with elements. Co-op. Uh, so, how, how does the co-op work? Because you can also play it single player. You can, yeah. So that works with, you're still controlling two of them, but you press Y or triangle to switch between the two, the red and the blue Yarny. Um, and then become, if you, uh, but do you know what that reminds me of? Sorry, no. Uh, uh, what was Ron Gilbert's game? The Cave. Oh yeah. Do you remember the Cave where you <coughs> had do, yeah, to yeah, yeah. switch between characters? You switched between three though, didn't you? That was such a ball ache. I found really? because you you had one character that would get to a point, yeah. and then you would switch to another character, yeah. and then you'd have to bring them to the exact same point. Yeah, that was a bit of a does, ball ache. Is this similar? Is it, uh, is no, because you can hold the switch button and they jump sort of knit together 
into race. one character, so you can always just bring them along really easily. You don't have to keep moving them independently. Um, uh, but the co-op elements kind of reminded me of, and this is kind of a, a bit of a retro reference, I don't know when, whether anyone will get it, but uh, do you remember Mickey and Donald in World of Illusion on the Mega Drive? Yeah, like vaguely, yeah. That was kind of a Mickey and Donald co-op game. It's got kind of similar aspects, like with the pulling up mm. the other character with your yarn, um, or there's there's different stuff like you can swing off one another. Um, I imagine it. I haven't played it co-op yet, but I'm going to before I review it. I imagine it being very complicated to coordinate with a friend. Um, so it's, you think it's actually better solo? Possibly, yeah, because you've got full control over over everything. Where, whereas I imagine if you're sort of the lead player. You'd be shouting at the other person, going, mm. "No, don't do that!" Did you get on with the first one? Um, I didn't play a lot of it, but what I did play, I thought was all right. I, mm. you know, I, I didn't think it was too hard. I thought it, there were frustrations, and this, there are frustrations in this one. Like, I've, like I said, I've done a couple of puzzle sections where the solution was obvious, but it's just wound me up. There are these annoying little kind of embers that fly around and chase you if you touch them you die instantly those are annoying um and then there's one bit where you're being chased by a grouse and that's irritating is a famous <laughs> a famous grouse mm. yeah yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's all right um well, yeah and there's one other bit that's annoying i'm trying to think of it now yeah there are a lot of annoying bits thinking about it but overall, it's not a bad game. If you like the first one, you'll enjoy this, and I think um, the co-op aspect adds something different to the equation. So, um, yeah, overall, you know, if you like the first, more of the same, essentially. For fans of Unravel. It's for fans of Unravel, you'll like... You'll uh, like Unravel too. And it, it's charming, you know? that little The little Yarny characters are cute, aren't they? Yeah. You can, and you can change their colour and customise them and stuff. Different heads and body parts and things like that, and eyes. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly listen? Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Yay! Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleague with a simple game called Who Am mm. I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Rich Walker, yep. must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop and then give me said answer. Clue number one. Yep. My first appearance in a video game came in 2017, 2000. Oh, very recently. And 17. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn? Incorrect. <laughs> Clue number two. I'm good pals with my brother. There's similarities in our looks. Stop. Rich Walker. 2B from Near Automata. Incorrect. Damn it. Come on. <laughs> Clue number three. I don't have a gambling problem, but it's definitely gotten me into trouble before. Oh. Oh. 20, Clue uh, number four. No. Yeah. My one and only game is probably best known for its difficulty. Ah. Uh. And clue number five. Well, it's difficulty and the lovely hand-drawn art style that evokes memories of cartoons from decades gone by. Oh, okay. Yeah, stop. Cuphead. Rich Walker. Cuphead. Correct. Yay. This week's winner is Rich Walker. Nice. I'm glad. I'm delighted That's now. Good one. I got you until the final clue. Yeah. Because well, I was thinking. Oh, of, I thought. Um, I thought you were going to get it straight away. Well, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking of. Um, well, not Cuphead, <laughs> clearly. 
Yeah, because you know he's a cop and his brother's yeah, a mom. Yeah, that makes sense. They are now. actually brothers. Yeah. They have a gambling problem because. Yeah, well, they don't have a gambling course. problem, I know but what they. You mean. They made a deal with the they devil. They made a deal with the devil because yeah. they went into the casino. See, it all, see, see there's, there's a method to the madness, Rich. It makes Rich. complete sense. I was thinking sense. of someone humanoid, I think, was the problem. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. weren't thinking of a ceramic of being. Of a ceramic-headed mm. cartoon being. Questions, theories, comments and queries. You've got them and we then read them out on the podcast. It, it works. It works. It works. Absolutely. You know? I love it. Uh, you can do that at any stage throughout the week mm. by emailing us podcast at videogamer.com or every Tuesday before we record the podcast, we send the call out on twitter.com via our Twitter account mm. at videogamer.com. And yeah, you can reply to that just like Ben did. Ben said, now Column has taken on editor responsibilities. How much harder is it? Has it been to maintain the lead in the office tea making contest? Not that hard, right? Um, that takes no. priority, doesn't it? That obviously takes priority. Yeah, that yes, is an editorial. I, I, that priority. is an editorial. Well, I, so yeah, I, if you don't know, I have become editor of Video Game. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Rich. Right. And obviously, everything drops mm-hmm. for tea. Like, that's yeah. just you, how it works. If there's no fuel in the tank, where are you going to go? Yeah, you can't go. Do you know can't, what I mean? Can't, can't yeah, start. Of course. It's you know? basic. So, yeah. He yeah. takes precedence over everything. I'm not really sure if we answered the question or not. <laughs> no, I think we did. Uh, Sean Cleaver asks, "What's the most embarrassing game you've ever you've either completed to 100 100% completion? I got a platinum trophy slash 100G on." Um, there are some ridiculously easy games I've done that on, but not none embarrassing. I know what he's sort of thinking, like because there's isn't there like my horse and me or something that's yeah, really like easy Montana and Yeah, I, I've never done that. I've never remember, stooped to that level. I remember I got all. So I think the first platinum trophy I got, right? And I haven't gotten loads, but the first platinum trophy I got was in SmackDown versus Raw 2000 and something. I can't remember right, which really? one it was. 2008 <laughs> or nine or something, right? Okay. And. I, I I don't know what I was expecting, mm. but I was expecting something a bit more because when uh, I got the it was in training mode. There was some move I had to complete right. or some thing I can't remember that I had to complete. I did it, and then it just like popped up platinum trophy. Yeah, and that was it. And I was no going, fanfare. No fanfare. Yeah. No fireworks. Fucking nothing. Yeah. I thought Triple H himself would come on screen and go, "Good job, like, good job, buddy." Nothing. Like the Rock wasn't there, going, "It doesn't matter what your trophy yeah. count is." I was, I wanted something, and I got fuck all. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But Richie, you're you are Mister Achievement, Mister Trophy. Not That's really. That's what they call you, isn't it? Well, I uh, embarrassingly, Mister Achievement Walker. Embarrassingly, I have no platinums. Not a single platinum to my name. To be fair, that is because Xbox was is your, my lead your, your lead platform. I have a lot of thousand Gs. Um, most embarrassing. I don't think I'm embarrassed about any of my thousands. I mean, Dan would accuse me of doing too many easy games when I was trying to catch him up. Um, I think I'm like 14,000 ahead of him now, though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, can nah, you think of any especially embarrassing one? There have been some indie games... I can't. No, I don't. No, I don't think there are only any. quality rich. I mean, you don't go for those. My gamer tag is open. If you want to scroll through and prove me wrong Ooh. and have a look, um, <laughs> you bring, so you're bringing the masses on your rich. Uh, Patrick asks, "What's the best throwaway gag you've seen in a video game slash TV show?" A throwaway gag. Uh, Do you know what comes to mind? What? Where when I saw this question. And I use this mm. almost on a weekly basis. Come probably on. annoying for other people. <laughs> but the, the cows here are small. 
But the ones that, out there yeah, that is good. are far away. That's it, they're incredible. Like, I don't know if that's throwaway, though, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a classic. Yeah, but that's it. Well, throw it, like, it, it's just, it's thrown out yeah. there, and that's. There are so many it. partridge ones I could reel off right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, like, Damn, um, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, or there's the one where he's got on that radio interview with that woman. And she says you got it. Well, she says you got issues. And he goes, "Yeah, of what car magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that." We'll, do, we'll yeah. move on because otherwise we're just going <laughs> to. Yeah, we're just going to be quoting. Yeah, stuff. Uh, Michael asks: Notable E3 absences for me: Splinter Cell, Watch Dogs sequel, a new game from Rocksteady. Do you think they might be part of the next gen launch? And when do you think that might be? Well, I think we'll be getting. Sp- you think we'll be getting all gen? these things in the current gen? Do you, re- you reckon so? Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? I'd, well, maybe it's hope rather than mm. something I actually truly believe. Um, well, the next gen launch, I think, is looking more and more likely to be around 2021, mm. based on what we've seen so far. I hope it's not that soon. I want a longer console cycle. Yeah. Yeah, as do I. Because I don't feel ready for it. Even even the thought of a new gen in twenty twenty one still feels too soon for me. I know it's three years off, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, um, yeah, uh, you're spot on. Uh, Richard asks if the rumors are correct and this console generation is only going to last another two years or oh, so. That's funny. <laughs> is it worth buying an Xbox One X or should I wait for whatever comes next? Yeah, no, definitely buy a a console now. I reckon I wouldn't wait. Unless he's, well, I don't know, is he upgrading or is he well, buying, buying an Xbox? Like, is this is this going to be his first Xbox I in mean, this, this generation? Like, if it's your yeah. first Xbox, yeah, yeah work away and absolutely. you have a 4K TV and whatever else. I was going to say, I would only, yeah, obviously buy one for the 4K. And the 4K Blu-ray playback I like and Netflix in 4K and all that shit. Mm. Um, otherwise, mm, I'd think about it yeah. carefully. Because it's not not, you know... An, an insignificant sum of money no 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 mm. uh, Gary Alexander Stott asks what do you think about the weird language the cyberpunk dev used in a recent interview where he talked about the purity the quote purity of non-augmented bodies so did you see this it was, no it was a, so it was a polygon interview uh, yeah. the guy's name uh, Badowski mm-hmm. he said nudity is important for us do you remember his yeah, I remember that, yeah, yeah I remember uh, nudity is important for us because yeah. of one reason this is cyberpunk so people augment their body so the body is no longer sacrum or sacred right. it's profanum or profane right. because people modify everything they are losing their connection to the body to the meat and that's why we need to use the nudity in many situations he went on to say you see that there are bodies in the tub uh, this was in the the, the demo right. and you need to take care of this woman but at the same time she is augmented she's not clean maybe she is augmented too much maybe the humanity level is pretty low on her so it's an interesting topic it's one of the key themes in cyberpunk uh, mm. and yeah he kind of goes on to it's ba- like yeah and people are taking umbrage with this with the fact that he's saying someone who is augmented is like it's unclean now I think it depends but he's saying that within the context of the fiction isn't he that's the impress. See, I, I don't say enough, like I don't know enough. I suppose right. about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven yeah. to say whether or not. Well, I would assume but, so, right? I, I would assume he's not making a, I mean, a I, subjective. I, I, I would hope so. Generalization yeah. and and yeah, the impression I get, or maybe it's the the. Yeah, I, I I want to believe that he is he is saying that yeah within the confines of cyberpunk yeah like that this like if if it's a commentary on on a society that then mm. relates to I don't know you know 
respect him or yeah. the opinions of others, then maybe. Mm. But um, I can see how it could be misconstrued. Yes. Yeah. 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 And in this case, I'm kind of hoping it's a. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hope he's commenting on the fiction. Yeah. Rather than yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ross. McMahon asks after the ludicrous seven star rating of Omega Okada is there a game so good that you would break your own site's rating system for now Rich no I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a insight yeah so Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada yeah. made a two out of three falls match at Dominion oh right okay in New Japan Pro Wrestling and okay. the Wrestling Observer which is sort of seen as the the pinnacle, I suppose, of wrestling journalism. Okay. Although that has waned in recent years, but we, I won't bore you with that. <laughs> and generally speaking, that has been an out of five star system. Yeah. Now, Omega and Okada had a match last year that he, um, Dave Meltzer, who was the kind of reviewer, right. uh, he gave that match six stars. And then there was another match later in the year that he gave six and a quarter stars. And then, re- whenever it was, a couple of weeks ago, gave um, their latest match seven stars. Right. So. Is there any is there any game you would go eleven or no? Because the 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 rating system is there for a reason. Yes, Rich. Is that's the limit? Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like when people say you got to give one hundred and ten percent. I'm like, well, no, you yeah, can't. You it's can. impossible. A hundred is by so definition the maximum. If you're on the, the X Factor and Louis Walsh said, oh, wait, I want to see one hundred and ten percent, I'd go no, Louis. No, by definition that is impossible. You can only give a hundred percent because that is the maximum possible amount. There is no more than that. Just like yeah, so stick within the confines of your fucking rating system. Yeah, no, don't break it. I I'm I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. Rich. I'm, well, glad, I'm glad we're good. yeah we're on the we, same page on this. In agreement with that. And that just about does it for this yep. week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. As I said, if you want to email us at any stage during the week, uh, send in any questions, comments, theories, opinions, uh, mm. you can do so by emailing podcast at videogamer.com. Also, if you want a little bit of extra podcast on top, you can become a VGBG VIP by heading to patreon.com forward slash videogamer. And for only $4.50 every month, you'll get... Uh, you get an extra podcast every Friday and you get mm-hmm. an extended bit of the main podcast and the main podcast a day earlier as well. Now, because the I, I spoke about this on the uh, VGBG podcast last week, uh, that's going to have to be mixed up a little bit. Yeah. So this week, you will be getting a podcast, don't worry. Um, we'll see what it is. <laughs> well, you, you will be getting a podcast this week. Uh, also, can you rate and review us on iTunes as well? That would be just seven swell. Seven stars. Seven stars, <laughs> please. Break the rating system. That's the rating system I'd break. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. I am at Cullum underscore Hearn. Rich is at RichieWA2. Mm-hmm. And Video Gamers and all your relevant social networks, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat at VideoGamer.com and on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash VideoGamerTV where you can watch all of the, uh, the, the World Cup yeah. journey, the highlights before they happen. You must. Myself and Rich are doing on there. But for all of your video gamer needs, harder now to reach the higher notes with my voice, just head to videogamer.com. And now it's time for my least favorite parish show. This is the parish show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Colin Mahern Sloan. Gaffole. <laughs>